Hello and welcome to Go With The Energy Flow podcast. I'm Allie. And Ranwin. And our intention through this podcast is to deliver high vibe content that you can listen to whenever you want to learn something new, have fun, raise your vibration, or if you just need some support on your spiritual journey. So we're very excited to combine our two different perspectives and deliver some great insights to you all. So thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to episode number nine, The Power of the Yoni. In this episode, we're going to be talking about yoni mapping therapy, manifesting using sexual energy, and how healing this part of ourselves can help us take our power back. So yoni is the Sanskrit word for the entire female reproductive system. This word literally translates to source of all life. And a yoni map serves the purpose of understanding more about our bodies so that we can heal and feel more pleasure in all aspects of our lives. So in our last podcast, we mentioned how important the sacral area is for manifesting, and the yoni is no exception to this. Knowing our areas of pain, pleasure, numbness, and tension is vital to feeling at home in our bodies. This helps us reconnect to this feminine wisdom that's inside of us all. When we reconnect back to ourselves, back into alignment, manifesting just becomes that much easier. Have you ever tried yoni mapping? No, I'm really interested in, I feel like, I don't know if there's any practitioners where I live, but I would love to do it. I was online and I was Googling yoni mapping and there's actually this one lady. I think she does it online though. Oh. Yeah. Wow. I'll send you the link to her site later. Okay. I'll put it in the show notes too, because if anybody's interested, they can find her later. But yeah, I've never tried it. Yeah. And, um, I mean, there's so many different steps to it. Like, um, for yoni, yoni mapping therapy, like, um, you will talk with a therapist Like you'll usually go into their office. You'll talk with them, um, like a, just a casual conversation. And I think they like go into like a body massage and then they go into the yoni, like the pelvic mapping therapy, which is, um, really interesting because the way I found out about it is I found somebody on Instagram. Her name is Sally Mustang and she posted a story on it. And she was saying how she felt really nervous about, about like, you know, letting somebody into that that intimate area that wasn't like a partner, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But she became, she said by the time they got to that, that section of the the therapy, she was like completely relaxed and she was like, you know, go for it. You know, (laughs) she was just so comfortable with the therapist and they, um, they, I guess she just went through her whole like pelvic floor and just, um, identified like areas, like a clock, like, okay, you have pain at nine o'clock, you have tension at one o'clock, you have pleasure at three o'clock, you know? Um, so I just thought that was super interesting and I became like really intrigued about it. And, um, because it kind of was like a little bit of a taboo subject, but, um, really like learning about it more kind of made it a little bit less taboo because I understand how beneficial it is. Yeah. Why would it be taboo though? I don't know. I guess because, um, you know, the, it's like this, this area that's supposed to be reserved for only like sexual encounters, you know, but, um, but that's, that's the whole purpose of this episode is like, we're, we're kind of like opening it up and saying, no, this is not for like only like sexual encounters. Like this, this is a therapy. And, um, a lot of the time we have like all this sexual energy, like trapped in there. And, um, I think honestly, it's like a lot of my past, um, you know, like I was, when I was younger, um, 
I was told that like, you're not supposed to touch yourself and you know, it's bad. You know, there's just all this bad energy about like, like that, um, this area about, of ourselves. I don't know. So I think that's why I felt like it was taboo. Maybe other people wouldn't, but <laughs> no, but it's no, you're completely right though. It's because it's like when you're growing up, like people are always telling you if you do touch yourself, like you're a dirty person or whatever, like you're not clean and all this other stuff. So I totally get it. And I can see why people would think it's taboo. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like, you know, it's our bodies, like we were trying to improve it. And like, this is a way to like heal ourselves as well. Totally. And it, it all goes back into energy healing because I mean, energy healing, we have our body, we have our emotional body, we have our mental body, and we have our etheric body and so many other layers to us. And this is just like one of the layers that we really need to, to reestablish that connection with. Yeah. And like, speaking of connection, all of our energy centers are totally connected. So when we have many energetic connections running through our bodies, one in particular that runs between our throat chakra and our sacral chakra, um, because our throat chakra is associated with inner truth, when we deny this truth, it can sort of deharmonize the rest of our chakras, including the sacral chakra. And where a lot of our repression is stored is in the sacral chakra. So think about holding, like holding back, um, holding back from expressing your truth, whether that be creatively, sexually, or emotionally. This can also be tra- like traced back to ancestral or karmic um, paths or lineages. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And energy work tells us that pain can reside in our body as a result of trapped emotion or experience. So by becoming more aware of the tension in our bodies, where exactly it is, we can be- begin to release it. And as we know, becoming aware of what needs to be healed is the first step in healing. So um, this brings us to the question, like, what exactly does yoni mapping therapy have to do with this? Um, so this therapy experience inv- includes coaching, like we were talking about earlier, um, education, nurturing body work, and pelvic floor mapping and pelvic area mapping. Um, you can do it yourself, like Lynn was talking about with the, the online therapist, or you can visit um, a licensed practitioner. Yeah, like the benefits of this therapy are releasing like tension in intoning like the pelvic muscles, healing the pelvic floor and increasing circulation, relieving menstrual pain, because ladies, let's be honest, sometimes it's not comfortable during that time of month, and releasing and healing sexual or medical trauma. Uh, releasing shame and guilt around sensuality, increasing sensations and sensitivity, and feeling more empowered and in touch with your body. And those are just some of the benefits of the therapy. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, um, many of us never had like the proper sexual education and also have never explored our bodies other than strictly for pleasure or with like an end goal in mind. And I think that's where a lot of the taboo in my mind comes from um, because it's almost like this area is strictly for one purpose, but it it shouldn't be like that. You know, this is like um, reconnecting you with your body by increasing awareness of this deemed quote, strictly sexual area, unquote. Um, And it's a chance for us to heal ourselves from a more nurturing approach. Yeah, no, totally. And there's a reason we see so many sexual empowerment coaches in the spiritual world. It's because they understand how powerful sexual energy is 
and how they can transmute this life force energy to manifest. So what is sexual transmutation and manifestation? There are many names for this, like Tantra, Kundalini, sex magic. Um, Those are just some of the words that you may have heard in passing. And the sacral, the sacral womb energy is the creator of all life. And our yoni is what births this life. So going back to our previous topic about yoni healing, um, healing this area energetically helps immensely when we're wanting to almost like birth our manifestations into reality. So if you think about it, like when you're in a meditative state, um, you're in an altered form of perception. And this is also the same, the same thing when you're in a sexual state, you're in this altered form of perception. And this is one, this perception is one that is more disconnected from your egoic mind. So it has less limits, less doubt, less blockages. And that's why we're able to, that's why we associate like um, meditation with manifestation. Um, And, you know, if you're really bad at meditating, maybe you can try this, or I wouldn't say bad, but you know what I mean? If you're not like so great at meditating and maybe you're discouraged by it, maybe try like this sexual transmutation and see if it works for you. Um, that way you can get, you can, um, get a little bit further in your manifestation journey. Yeah, no, totally. And so how exactly do you use this energy energy to manifest? Um, in a similar way, you'd use meditation to manifest actually. So we'll loosely base this off the steps from the book, think and grow rich by Napoleon Hill. Um, still need to read that book by the way. So step one is to set clear intentions for your desire. Uh, Step two is release lesser energies and focus on gratitude for your desire, even before it's physically here. Step three is master sex transmutation. This is essentially feeling sexual energy in your sacral region and using breath to guide it up to your body all the way to your crown chakra. And then step four is to be open to receiving. This is to surrender, trust, and relax. Yes. Have you ever tried this? No, I haven't. (laughs) I remember trying it like a couple years back before I started my business. And um, because I had read that book and I actually have like the workbook accompanying the Think and Grow Rich book. And it it says something about sexual transmutation in there. So I tried it, you know, and it was, it was kind of awkward at first, but I really liked it. It was like, it almost kind of gave me a little bit more clarity around like my goals and what my next steps were. Really? Yeah. Um, And to be honest, I haven't tried it since (laughs) because I I don't know, there's just so, there's so many things. I mean, you know, this, there's so many things that, um, to try in the, in the energy healing world. It's like, sometimes we kind of get like caught up in other things. And then these other things are like the sexual transmutation is brought back into our awareness. Like, Oh, I remember that. Let's try that. And, you know, so. No, I was like, I totally know what you mean that there's so many things that you want to try though. Cause like I was talking to my spiritual coach, Michael, like a month ago. And I told him, it's like, there's so much that I want to do, but it would be like, I don't know. I would spend my lifetime trying to just master one of them. And it's it's just like, you're right. There's so many different branches. Like I got into Reiki and then like, now I want to try our Kundalini meditation and now like sound healing. And there's just so much out there. I love it all though. Yeah. And it's, it's, it is cool how there, how many different branches and like, it really is like a lifetime, lifetime journey, (laughs) lifelong journey. (laughs) And it's like, I don't know. It's just one of those things that I want to do for sure. It's mm-hmm. just, 
even now, like after getting laid off, it's like, I don't even have the time after I don't even have a job. Like what am I doing with my days? Isn't that funny how that happens? I felt the same, the same exact way. It's crazy. Um, I almost felt like I had more time to do, to work on my, um, my business when I was working a full-time job. It's crazy. I don't know what I'm doing with my days. Like I, like all of a sudden it's like, say right now, 730. It's like, I can't even remember what happened today. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I feel like you're talking for me. (laughs) (laughs) It was just like, what am I doing? But yeah, no, it's just like, it's one of those things like, I wish I had the time for it, even though I really do, but it's just, mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Right now, I'm peeling a clementine right now, to be honest. Oh, wow. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Multitasking at its finest. Yeah, no, it's just, I don't know. Like, what was another thing I wanted to try? I wanted to try to do tarot card reading before. Mm-hmm. Like, my friend, she was trying to teach me. This was like, 10 years ago or something and I think one of the things that like my weaknesses is I am very impatient so if I can't have the skill like say within a week I'm just like okay bye I don't want to deal with it anymore yeah yeah I feel the same way it's like I like to be um good at everything I try which is kind of like it's almost like a blessing in disguise though because we try really hard (laughs) We try really hard to be like really awesome at this one thing. Um, but then we give up kind of easily if we're not so awesome at it. Yeah, no. And like, I think that's like one of the reasons why I stuck with Reiki because it was like that instant gratification. If mm-hmm. I didn't like my first like level one Reiki certification was just like a day and a half. And like, say if I had to wait like four months for it, to learn like even just the foundations of Reiki, I would have probably bailed out like, yeah. like super early because I was like, I'm not getting any kind of gratification from this. And it's honestly something that I definitely need to work on and am working on, but it's always been like one of my shortcomings for sure. Mm-hmm. And we were just talking about shadows before we got on this podcast. So that's, that's so great that you're aware of them though, because yeah. I have the same shadow. So and shadows aren't necessarily a bad thing. No, no. You have to embrace your shadow side for sure because they do come with positives. Totally. I'm writing that podcast episode idea down. <laughs> yes, I love it. But yeah, no, it's like, I don't know. I There's a lot of shadow work to be done. And that's also, I think, is like a lifelong journey as well is shadow work. We need to mm-hmm. learn to accept ourselves. Totally. And um so coming back to like this whole episode, you can see like why, I mean, all of energy healing really empowers us, but um, you can see like from this episode that healing, like our yoni and our womb can empower us in many aspects of our lives. And we're almost like led to believe, like we were talking about earlier, that this subject is really taboo, yet it, it, at the same time, it holds secrets to healing ourselves and manifesting our dreams. Um, so once we heal this part of ourselves, we'll notice like a ripple effect throughout our lives. And it is really, truly a great energetic healing practice to try if it resonates with you. Yeah. No, and I totally can see how there would be a ripple effect because it's going back to like the taboo subject. It's like if you learn to surrender and accept everything that comes with it, you can see like the benefits of the yoni healing. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. 
we, we hope that you guys enjoy this episode. Let us know if you have tried this energy healing therapy um, at all, even yourself, or if you've seen a practitioner, we're really interested in it. So this was kind of just like an introductory episode um, going off of that, the womb healing episode that we had before this. So um, a couple episodes before this. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye.